0: you know it's 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 yeah. when you're ready to make a change yeah you know the universe just starts to come to your aid there you go things that were in your way they're not there anymore people who were either a hindrance mm-hmm. sometimes they become a help yeah so it's just all about you getting your mind ready for the journey
1: Thomas Roach, Director of Marketing with Senior Life Insurance Company. We're at the beautiful home office in Thomasville, Georgia, and like always, we are all fired up. We have a very special guest, somebody we tried to get on here before, and uh, we weren't able to, but he was very gracious to travel down here and to uh, do this podcast with us today. Ladies and gentlemen, my good friend Roderick from the MVP group. Roderick, how are you today?
0: Thomas, I'm fantastic. Thanks for asking.
1: I really appreciate you coming down here. We were just talking. uh, You drove down here. Uh, about seven or eight hours with some detours.
0: Yep. Got, yep. Up,
1: got up early this morning. <laughs> yep. Yep. Four o'clock rise and we got on the road around five o'clock. Okay. So you got to see the sun come up from the highway today. <laughs> literally. Yeah. <laughs> literally. Yeah, literally. Well, I do appreciate you uh, coming and joining us and doing this today, even after a long trip. Oh, my pleasure. Um, one thing about you though, is you are an extremely hard worker. So I feel like this is just another day for you. Um, exactly. <laughs> so it's, it's yep. not, it's not too new. So kind of, let's, let's kind of take it back to the beginning for you and your journey with Senior Life, how long have you been with Senior Life?
0: I want to say I got started back in
1: June of 2014. Okay, so you've been with us for a little bit. Yeah. So what was that like for you whenever you first
0: started with the company? Um, you know, it was a little different. Okay. You know, um, you know, I come from a background of being in the insurance industry for now 22 years. Right. Um, but I've always been kind of a solo artist. Truly an independent agent. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of, you know, did things to the beat of my own drum. Um, so when I, you know, got with um, with Doc mm-hmm. um, Lewis. Right. Um, it was a little different, you yeah. know, because there was structure there. Um, so it wasn't something I was totally welcoming because it was new to me.
1: I got you. Um,
0: you know, I was used to doing things my way. Right. But my way wasn't working. <laughs> right. So I was, you know, I was open-minded to... Mm looking at something that was against really what i wanted to do Mm -hmm. but it was actually what i needed to do
1: when did you have i think everybody when that happens they have an aha moment and it might not be in the beginning sometimes it's later sometimes it's earlier when for you did you have a specific moment where you were like hey this 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 structure this system is what i need when was that for you
0: i want to say you know it took a while for me um You know, I didn't get started fast. I didn't come out of the gate as a top producer Mm -hmm. or wasn't in management at all. Right. You know, that took, you know, a few years, honestly. But the aha moment for me was probably um, in Atlanta in 2018. Right. You know, that was the aha moment. You know, that's when everything I was being taught and mentored to do started to make sense. Okay. You know, so I wanted to start it to. Get all in with following the system that was in place.
1: What was it about that event? Was it Inky speaking? Like, was it his speech that did it? Was it the guest speakers? The environment? What was it? Was it just a moment that just came over? Man, it, again?
0: It, it, it was a it was a combination of things. Okay, you know, it was it was you know overcoming some of the obstacles mm-hmm. and moving some things out of the way just to get to the event. Mm. And then seeing other people there having success. Right. You know, and, and seeing the sparkle in their eyes. Mm. Well, when Anki Johnson was doing his speech, you know, he talked about, um, you know, remembering the moment. Mm. You know, yeah. uh, remembering the, the mood you were in when you said what you would do right. long after the mood is gone. Right. And, you know, that's been a journey for me you know you 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 say what you're going to do right but when that mood you know kind of dies down yeah you kind of go back to what you were doing mm. and i knew i needed to do something totally different because going back to who Roderick was wasn't going to cut it mm. wasn't going to help me take care of my family right wasn't going to take care of those children wasn't going to get me to the level i needed to be mm. as a as a father as a professional right so i wanted to dig in okay okay
1: yeah. and it was all in that moment that's really right. amazing and I, and I'm very happy. We're very grateful that you came to that event because, you know, it might have been longer before you had your your moment. You Tell know? me about it. And I will say, you know, uh, as long as I've known you, you know, the last I would say a couple of years, you've really excelled and really kind of catapulted from what you were before. Right. Uh, you mentioned you'd been in, in charge, you said, 22 years, 22 years. And, and so previous before being with Senior Life, what was that kind of like? Did you uh have your own agency? Was it more just a, an agent by yourself just trying to be a personal producer? What was that kind of experience like back then?
0: You know, 99% of it was just being an independent agent. Mm-hmm. You know, having an office right. doesn't, you know, give you an agency. You know, you, <laughs> right. it's just you in the office. Right. Um, had some success.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, not on the levels of success of, you know, what we see here at, you know, Senior Life with yeah. a lot of the agents right. and managers. You know, earned some money, but had a lot of, Ups and downs. I got you. Had a lot of ups and downs. More downs than ups, you know, in the beginning. Yeah. Um. You know, mixed things up a lot, you know. And the funny thing about it, uh, Thomas, I got introduced to Final Expense, you know, back in the early 2000s.
1: Okay. You know, right.
0: um, with that other company. Right. You know, um, it just wasn't a good fit for me there. Yeah. So, I never gave my all there. Never really plugged in. I got you. So, You know, that opportunity, that ship kind of sailed by.
1: Yeah.
0: And one of the things also at that event in 2018, you know, Dale Powell talked about, um, you know, the ship of opportunity Mm. for most of us in life will come around once. Right. But for those individuals that are lucky or just simply blessed, Mm. it may come around twice. I got you. And when uh, Lewis reached out to me. Yeah. That was the opportunity that ship sailing by me for a second time. Oh wow. Yep.
1: Oh wow. So what was it uh about Lewis or that initial conversation? Um, did he know you prior to that? Yeah. Okay. So yep.
0: you- Lewis and I have known each other. Okay. You know, we weren't friends. Yeah. We were we were business associates. Yeah. You know, he was in the mortgage business. Yeah. And I was a loan originator. So he had processed, you know, a few. You know, mortgages for me. Right. Helping some of my clients. Right. All, I, you know, what I've known of Lewis was he's a hard worker. Yeah. <laughs> successful. Yeah. Yes. Always known him to be successful. Yeah. So, so that was our dealings. You know, periodically I would send some mortgage business his way. Okay. And he would process it. I'm the loan originator. I would earn some money. Right. So that was our relationship. You know, I met Lewis through a mutual friend um, named Jeff. Um, So if it was not for Jeff, I wouldn't know Lewis. Mm. Um, So the beautiful thing about it, when the mortgage business collapsed, you know, that kind of ended, you know, my and Lewis's conversations because we didn't really have anything else to talk about. Right. Our connection was the mortgage business. So Mm. probably in 2012, when he was really taking a serious look Mm -hmm. at getting in the final expense, he called me. He called me and asked my opinion um, on final expense and a direction that he was getting ready to pursue.
1: Because by that point, you were already in it. Is I was
0: I was I was, you know, the way I made my living primarily was life insurance. Right. And he was looking at getting into the final expense business with the same company that I previously looked at the business with. Right. Um, So I gave him my honest opinion. um, And then he and I didn't talk for for a while. And then maybe. Six months to a year later, Mm in 2013, he started reaching out to me about, you know, getting on a conference call, you know, kind of like, you know, I'm used to reaching out to people (laughs) today (laughs) to get them on a conference call. Months would go by and I never responded.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, So I went back through my Google um, app and I found when I first responded to him, it was November 17, 2013. Oh, wow. He invited me on a conference call and I remember responding, Lewis. What's up, man? (laughs) His response was, listen, get on the call, bro. And that was the start of me taking a serious look at Final Expense for the second time.
1: So when he says get on the call, bruh, is it spelled B-R-O
0: or B-R-U-H? B-R-U-H. Because that's a different. (laughs) Yeah. That's kind of like look man. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I've been reaching out to you for a long time. (laughs) Right. How about listen to the call? (laughs) Right. Bruh.
1: (laughs) Right. Exactly. That's what I was trying to say. You you put it exactly what I was thinking. Uh, So with that, how did that initial call go? I mean, because I feel like you're apprehensive at this point.
0: Well, I'm apprehensive. Right. You know, uh, I had, you know, failed in the insurance business, right, right. so I'm kind of literally on a Sunday evening sitting there holding two twins in my arms, you know, mm. almost out of the life insurance business altogether. Wow, Thomas, I had gone back to doing what I did previously, and that was painting. Okay, and not painting sculptures or pictures, right. painting homes, painting houses. Okay. you know, doing you know odd and end jobs. You am thankful to be working though, yeah, because that was helping me to pay the bills, right? But that's not where I needed to be, yeah. You know, I needed to be doing something totally different, you know. Um, you know, and I needed to be in the area that where I was good at, I and that was helping people,
1: yeah.
0: Um, with these benefits and helping people be, you know, be great, right? Um, I just didn't know how to get back going, you know. Right. I was kind of, you know, always, you know, trying to get from being stuck, yeah. So I needed some help to get from being stuck. So when Lewis reached out to me, you know, I didn't get started with him right away. Right. You know, we started, you know, having a lot of dinner, a lot of lunch meetings. I got you. You know, he would invite me to come and sit down and let's talk about, you know, getting back started. Right. He mentioned lunch. (laughs) Hey, I wasn't doing nothing. (laughs) Right. I'll be there. Yeah. You know, and that went on for a while. And, you know, you know, what made me want to, you know, take a serious look at what, you know, Lewis was doing. Right. Was, you know. He wasn't pressuring me. Okay. And, and right. even though he wasn't making any money off of me, because yeah. I wasn't in business with him. You no, know, he would he would check on me every morning. Mm. You know, he would ask me about my family. You know, uh, we got reacquainted, so he knew about my children. He would ask about my children. Um, and one day he told me, man, he said, Rod, there's a lot of money in this business. Mm. He said, I believe you can do it. Yeah. He said, but the most important thing he said to me was, I'm going to help you. Mm. He said, I'm going to help you.
1: How much of an impact just him saying that have on you it was huge yeah you know um when you were painting did you feel deflated at that point like you oh, feeling getting man. out of mortgage and stuff and then like and, and that's an honest living and I've done it myself so it's yeah. like it's a good job but you know whenever you like you said you're trying right. to help people right uh it's a it's a, it's a different experience
0: it's, it's a it was a it was, it was a tremendous difference yeah you know um you know you need to be doing something different yeah and, you know, you need to be, you know, providing better for your family. Mm-hmm. But that just wasn't the vehicle for me. Right. You know, I felt honestly like I was taking up someone else's, you know, position. I was in someone else's space. Yeah. You know, that someone else could, you know, do that job and it would yeah. be meaningful yeah. for them. Yeah. Um, and, and they would be great at it.
1: Yeah.
0: I needed to be where I needed to be. Right. And I just didn't know how to get from being stuck. Yeah, um, and he gave me that um, that olive branch.
1: I feel like him saying, "I'll help you." That hit you right in the heart. Like, yeah, right it in the chest.
0: Um, I because I didn't know who to turn to. I got you. You know, um, you know, when that former company that I dealt with, yeah, you know, um, there was a manager there, you know, love her to death. You know, she's she's always been one of my role models. Yeah, uh, inspiration. Right. Um, her name is Judy. Great lady. Yeah. Um, worked with me for years. And one day I went by the office. I was dressed in my paint clothes, mm. you know. And when she came around the the corner to open the door, mm. I saw the disgust on her face. Disgust, oh, you know, wow. um, not the disgust that I was a painter. Just the disgust that I wasn't living up to my potential.
1: Uh, and okay. the
0: conversation she had with me was, right. "I can't believe that you're not trying to be great at this," huh. she said. I refuse to believe that, you know, a Rodney is better than you. Mm. She said, I refuse to believe that a Furman is better than you. Mm. She said, I even refuse to believe that a Judy is better than you. Mm. She said, you're not trying. And she said, this is it. I'm done. You know, and.
1: That's, that's, That's pretty big. Did you agree with her in that
0: moment? You know, the hurt, the hurt was not that she said that. Yeah. But the hurt came because I agreed with her, mm-hmm. and the hurt came because I had performed with such lackluster
1: oh, that
0: someone could make that assessment of me.
1: So you disappointed in yourself. I was
0: disappointed in myself. Wow. I wasn't disappointed in what she said. Yeah. I was disappointed in myself. Wow. You know, and so I needed to, you know, find a way to get back going. And that was kind of like what Michael Jordan talked about. Yeah. You know, getting cut. From his varsity basketball team, right, a little, a little wood on the fire, right, to make the fire burn.
1: Yeah, and look who he became. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, she says that, and it hits you right in your heart. Right. Lewis says, "I'm going to help you," and it hits you right in your heart. Right. Says, you, right. You right in your heart. But right. you said yourself, it's there's still a delay.
0: It's always going to be that delay.
1: But what is that delay? What was that delay for you? Kind of explain that to me. What was going on? You know,
0: getting your mind right. Hmm. You know, you know, we have a tendency, you know, to always listen to ourselves. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. you know, we're just always the smartest person in the room. <laughs> right. And most of the time you're the only person in the room. So thankfully you are the smartest person. Right. <laughs> but even when you're in the room with a crowd, you still think that you you're know it all. Yeah,
1: that's true. Um,
0: and Very you true. think you're going to find a way to outsmart, you know, systems that work. Yeah. Um, so I had to get out of my own way. You know, I've always had a problem. And, you know, a lot of people can relate to this. And this is why I'm willing to share it. Right. You know, a lot of us have a problem listening to other people. Not that we want to be, you know, disgruntled or argumentative. We want to be able to say, I did it my way and I won. Uh, You know, I did it my way. I wanted to be like Frank Sinatra. uh, It just didn't work out for me. Um, So you were in your own way. I was in my own way.
1: way. Trying to do it your own way. Just doing
0: things my way. Wow. Tripping over my own feet, yeah, and not looking to seek advice and counsel. Mm-hmm. Counsel and advice has been there for me. Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't, I wouldn't take it. Yeah. So what I found in Lewis was the individual that I was willing to allow to counsel me. Yeah. And when I really made up in my mind that I wanted to do this, as the old saying says, when the pupil is ready, the teacher appeared. Mm, wow. Yeah. With
1: Lewis, you know, he is a very um, straightforward person. Right. He is very much to the point. Uh, A lot of people may, especially if they're in their own way, wanting to do it their own way, may have a hard time with that. Right. Might have been Sharaka that talked about how to be a good mentor, you have to also be a tough one. Right. How much of that had an impact on you when you started working with him. He started helping you, mentoring you. How important was it that he kept it real with you and was able to do that?
0: Oh, I mean, it was, it was, it was tremendous. Yeah, You know, it was, um, it was needed because doing it my way had got me where I was. And one day he told me something. He said, hey, guy, I am just have to be honest with you. Mm. I'm going to tell you something. You're probably not going to like it, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Mm. He said, I want you to stop listening to yourself. He said, because listening to yourself has got you to wherever you are in life today.
1: So that, that's how you got over it? huh? Because you said you were in your way? That's how you got over well, it?
0: Well, that was one of the things that he would tell me. Okay. Now, it took a while for that to sink in. I got you. Because when he would first tell me those things, I didn't like it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Right. Um, but, you know, I've always been a respectful individual. Right. You know, if you're telling me the truth, I may not like it, but I'm going to go and think about it. Mm. So I would go and think about it. Um, and, you know, Thomas, it was just a process right. of being around the system that he had in place, you know, getting on a mentoring program, getting on the reading program. Yeah. You got to work on yourself. Yeah. You know, if you know you're in your own way, you got to make yourself better. You know, in order for things to change, you have to change. Mm. And the best way to change is to renew your mind. Mm. And you know, you know, Lewis would recommend books for me to read. Right, the same books that you know um, is recommended to all our agent partners. Yeah, you know, that just to work on the mind, right? You know, getting you ready, definitely for the journey.
1: And then in 2018, we have our big event, Dale speaks, right, which speaks to you, and he right. speaks, which speaks to you, right. So that's that's your turning point.
0: That became the turning point. It became the turning point. I started to start to see some light.
1: I got you. You know,
0: I started to, um, you know, find a reason to be at all the events. Mm. You know, the things that used to be the reason why I couldn't be there became the reason why I needed to be there. What why I mean? had to be there. What do you mean by that? What that mean? Well... You know, a lot of times you always got excuses why you can't make a a training, why you can't be on a call. Right. You don't have a babysitter. You don't have a vehicle to get there. Right. You don't have any money. Right. But all those reasons that kept me from doing the business at a a top level Mm. became the reasons why I needed to do the business (laughs) as a top level. So instead of my glass being half empty. Yeah. My glass became half full.
1: I mean that speaks just volumes because that is the reality. If you're saying I can't get there because I have no car, right. why shouldn't you be working hard right. to get a car? Like exactly if you're having those issues. So exactly. that, that's that's I think that's well, see, the quote well, at the beginning he, here's the thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know the car that couldn't get you there, now that same car can get you there. Yeah. You know, a lot of time it's all mindset. Yeah. You know, it's all mindset. You know, the same, you know, person who wouldn't watch your children, mm-hmm. guess what? That's the same person that's now watching your children. <laughs> you know, it's 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 yeah. when you're ready to make a change. Yeah. You know, the universe just starts to come to your aid. There you go. Things that were in your way, they're not there anymore. People who were either a hindrance, mm-hmm. sometimes they become a help. Yeah. So it's just all about you getting your mind ready for the journey.
1: There it is. Jeez, right there. That's another quote. We got a lot of good quotes in this one right here. Yeah. Uh, so then what's next? After you, you get your mind right what happens next 2018 leads to I mean what? 20,
0: 2018 leads to going into 2019 right determined determined to get on the lead system mm-hmm. you know work the leads harder yeah um 2019 January you know put on the blinders mm-hmm. you know never sold ten thousand dollars at senior life right January um 2019 I cross over that. You know, that threshold. How did that feel? Oh, man. It was monumental. Yeah. It was monumental. It was like like, um, like breaking the one mile barrier. Right. For, with the four minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, now others can do it. And now mm. you can do it again. Yeah. And I saw that as a huge accomplishment. You know, um, I saw the, the income that came with, you know, getting to $13,000 in production. Yeah. You know, I started to refer to that as the sweet spot. Right. You know, if we can show agent partners how to get to $13,000 and beyond. Yeah. They're going to hit the sweet spot. Yeah. They'll start experiences with great income. Yeah. And then they're going to start knowing that, hey, I can help people with this benefit. Yeah. I can help people with this service. So that was the start of knowing that I can get out here and really work final expense as an agent, right. as a final expense specialist.
1: So prior to that, I mean, because your recruiting numbers for the last, I guess, two years have been really exceptional. Like you're constantly high up on our leaderboards and everything. You're constantly recruiting at a high volume. But prior to 2018, are you really recruiting as much? When does that start for you? I
0: started looking into the recruiting aspect in 2016. Okay. And the reason why most agents don't know, don't recruit, they don't know how to. Okay. They don't know what to say. No one has never mentored them. Right. The reason why I never did anything in agency building I didn't know how to, Mm. I didn't know what to say. And it doesn't count when you got some of your friends that, you know, the two of you or the three of you kind of just do whatever each other's doing. Those are not considered, you know, recruits or hires. Right, Hires when you're pretty much going out there and you're sharing this opportunity with people. A lot of times you don't even know, Mm. but you're doing such a great job sharing the information, plugging them into the system that they get started. And then you help them stay started. Yeah, how does that the, feel
1: whenever you do that? Whenever you I see mean, somebody that's like that's painting houses, and then you bring them into senior life, how's man. that? What's that mean to you,
0: man? It there's a feeling inside that you that you can't really explain uh, because you're helping people, right? You're 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 providing them now with an opportunity uh, that they can take care of their families. And nothing is, you know, better than that. Yeah, we get an override, but we get excited knowing that they are earning, you know, commissions for selling final expense. Yeah. And they're going to be able to take care of their families. Yeah. That's the, man, that's the big
1: reward. And, they, and it's, it's amazing too. That's the amazing thing about this, this company and this business. You are selling final expense. So you're taking care of your family right. as you take care of somebody else's family and you give them that peace of mind. Right. So for you, for yourself, one thing that you mentioned uh, constantly is the system. Right. You talked about how you worked against it, and while right. all, all wound up working against you because right. of that. What? Wh- how important is it to have a system? Because a lot of people, you would you you spoke so well about it, but a lot of people just don't think they think they can do it their own way.
0: Man, I'm, I'm here to tell you, Thomas, don't follow my 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 path. Okay, it should not take you ten. 15 years shouldn't take you five years yeah it's going to take you that long if you try to do it your way now some people are going to do it their way thomas and they're going to figure it out
1: yeah
0: i equated to winning the lottery some people are going to play the scratch off and win
1: <laughs> yeah you're right but how
0: many play the scratch off and lose you're right yeah, well you're right. that's the equivalent to not having a system not having a blueprint yeah you're going to be able to generate much more success and generate it much more faster when you got a system that you can plug into right? something that's already been tried, tested and proven. Right. And that's what I found when I got with Lewis and consolidated planning. Yeah. I found a system that was working. Now I fought against it because I wanted to do things my way. Right. But I kept looking around at people being successful. Mm. They were coming through the door after me and they were being successful. Yeah. What was different with them, you know, versus myself. Yeah. It was, they were being plugged in they were plugging themselves in and staying plugged in mm. they were on the calls they were making the the trainings yeah and they were going out in the field doing the work yeah that that going out in the field you know that uh, i call it the applied knowledge the mm. activity knowledge yeah, yeah
1: yeah.
0: i mean you learn so much yeah you learn so much you know lewis always calls it walking and chewing bubble gum you know um you know, selling final expense, mm-hmm. putting people in benefits, yeah, and also talking to aid, talking to people about becoming agents. Yeah, Those are the things that in this business we have to do and do a lot of. Yeah. We have to put people in benefits, protect these individuals right. and their families, and share the career opportunity. We got to talk to more people. On top of,
1: exactly, on top of having a system, one thing that you mentioned earlier that, you know, we definitely uh, always want to maintain a focus on. Uh, is we have a very good lead system here at Senior Life, right. like it is very exceptional. Um, how important is it to you for agents to make sure they take twenty or more leads
0: a week? You know, Thomas, it's 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 tremendous. Um, in order for you know agents to be able to be successful, they got to have people to see. Yeah, you know, and one of the things that you know I had to get over was the fear of leads. So you, you got know? a fear of them. Yeah. Why? Well, you know, most agents, we're not going to go see them.
1: <laughs> yeah. So
0: if you're not going to go see the leads, yeah. guess what's going to happen? You're not going to earn any money. Right. And you're going to develop a lead balance. Yeah. Right. So, you know, you have to get yourself over the fear of getting out of your door. Okay. You know, I even spoke with Ron Powell um, last year in Columbia. He said, you know, the hardest thing he's discovered was getting agents that leave their door. It's not getting them to, you know, work and and get out in the field, Mm. but leaving home to go to work. You know, so the leads are important because they're going to give you someone to go and see. They're going to give you a place to go to work. That's where the magic happens. They get you out the door. Yeah. And when you get out the door, that's where the magic happens. Mm. You know, and when we work with our agent partners, you know, we're going to show them what to do. When they're when they're on the lead system, yeah, you know, we just don't believe in giving them leads and and not supporting them, yeah, not making sure they know what they're doing. We right. want them to make sure that they understand what the lead system is all about, yeah, so that they're going to be, you know, the most effective with the lead system. Mm, wow. And our agents, you know, are some of the most successful with the lead program. So yeah. you know, it's working.
1: <laughs> definitely, definitely, it is. Uh, it's very important, you know, and I and I think one thing that you mentioned. Do you think people are afraid to go outside? Like, I'm not talking about the current climate, but just in general. Do you think that some agents put an actual fear in themselves, and they're afraid to just leave their house? Do you think it's laziness? What do you think <laughs> attributes to that?
0: I do, uh, and it has nothing to do with COVID because you know um, a lot of times agents aren't going out. I know I, you know, I wasn't going out. Yeah, you know, one of the reasons was you just didn't want to go out. Mm. You know, because you might become successful. And then you got to keep doing it. Mm. So a lot of times it's almost like going up to the bat. You're going you're gonna to strike out, yeah. but you're going to just stand there and watch the ball go by. Mm. So you think that's different than going down swinging. Right. It's, no, it's, it's not, worse. Right. You know, because yeah. you didn't try. Yeah. You know, getting those leads and getting out that door, getting to that first door by nine o'clock and staying out. You no, know, that's what we teach. Yeah. We teach being at that first door at nine o'clock. Right. And don't make a sale and go back home. You want to stay out. Yeah. You know, our most successful agents, you know, we have a lot of them, Marcia. Mm -hmm. We have Zenobia. We have Doris. We have Jamie. Mm -hmm. You know, we have uh, Samantha. We have Deb. We have a lot of agents that when they get out, they stay out. I got you. And by getting out and staying out, being true to the system. Right. It rewards you. Absolutely. It rewards you.
1: One person you mentioned was Marcia. Um, yeah. She is somebody, I'm just going to look into the camera and say that we really want to get on this podcast. So I'm putting that Phenomenal. out in the universe and I'm going to ask for your help to help me get that. Phenomenal, <laughs> young lady. I need to get Marcia. I need you on the podcast very much. Um, For your group, MVP, what what's the future look like? What are some of your goals? What are you thinking about beyond 2020 as we come to a close for the year? Man,
0: you know, 2020, I... You know, I can't, you know, talk about 2021 and, until I just, you know, recap on 2019 and 2020, if I can. Yeah, go. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were talking about the change, what happened. Yeah. You know, the plugging in, uh, working the lead system, mm-hmm. and then starting to talk to more people. Yeah. You know, inviting people to the meetings, inviting people, you know, on the calls. And, you know, Lewis would always talk about being one person away mm-hmm. from changing your business, from Doubling and tripling and quadrupling your business, right? You know that happened happened for me, you know uh, You know by June of 2019 my agency was doing around $19,000 in production, okay by June of 2020 we were doing over 262,000, <laughs> you know, it was right. the uh, following the system right sharing the career opportunity yeah staying plugged in right and and inviting people to take a serious look at this Mm. you know and we started adding more pieces pieces to the puzzle you know um i recruited and hired a young man named todd who reached out and 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 got zenobia on one of the conference calls
1: okay
0: and from there you know uh lewis introduced me to doris um and got her involved so in in the in the in the middle part of the summer of 2019 Brought on two superstars yeah. in final expense. But the great thing about it, they were superstars somewhere else. They weren't superstars in final expense yet. Mm. They had never sold final expense. Okay. They were superstars in other businesses that right. had nothing to do with final expense. Right. So they learned the system here, at, you know, partnering up with, with myself in consolidated planning. Yeah. And um, in a short period of time, following the system. They started to have a lot of success, and then we started to add some more pieces to the puzzle. Yeah. You know, um, you know, one of the um, great pieces to my puzzle that everybody's trying to give all my credit to right. is my wife Amanda. Oh, that's who, that was know? gonna be my next question right there. <laughs> took my question. You know, you know Lewis says, you know, Rod brought, you know, a, a few great pieces to the puzzle. Yeah, you know, he found Zenobia, found Doris. And he found his wife, Amanda, mm. and I have to say yes, because, you know, she's been a major impact to helping to ground me, yeah. to keep me focused, yeah. you know, and, um, our agency has benefited tremendous from it. You know, you know, I was talking with Lewis in 2019, we did $432,000 in production, the MVP group yeah. for the year, yeah. you know, you know, right now we're over $1.6 million, mm. you know? What a difference a year makes. And we still got all of November left. Yes. And December. Yes. You know, uh, the goal is to get over $2 million, Mm. you know, Um, and I believe we can do it. We just want to stay true to the system. Yeah. You know, um, keep helping people with final expense, keep hiring agents. Yeah. And we're looking for even a brighter, even a brighter 2021. Yeah. You know, you know, the theme always at consolidated planning and it kind of just feeds down into the other agencies is always double. And why not? Yeah, Double. (laughs) Yeah. And why not? Yeah. So, you know, the goal would be to double Mm. for 2021. Yeah. Double in helping people with, with, with final expense. So our production would double and double our efforts in hiring agents. Yeah. People need to hear more about this career opportunity. Yeah. It's changed my life for the better. Yeah. You know, and it's changed, you know, countless other agents here. Um, for the better. So why not share it? Definitely. yeah. Why not share it? So,
1: like I said, you kind of took part of my, my next question. Tell me about your wife. Tell me about Amanda. Yeah. How did, how did y'all meet? <laughs>
0: we met through the business. Yeah. You know, um, you know, I was always told that I would, you know, um, I would meet my wife, you know, I would meet my, um, soulmate and I would meet her through this business. Mm. So that, you know, gave me a more of a, um, incentive to, to do the business, right? you right, know, right. Um, and I met her through the business. Mm. I knew instantly that that was the one yeah. that I was looking for. Yeah. Um. And shortly after that, didn't take a long time. Mm. I'm a firm believer. Right. It doesn't take a long time to know that if someone's for you. Yeah. It didn't take me a long time. Yeah. You know, I met her in 2019 and, and for my birthday in 2020, in February, we got married. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we got married. And, um, man, I'm living my best life. You know, she's the love of my life. Yeah. You know, we have a blended family. We have five children total. Yeah. She has two. I have three. Mm-hmm. She loves my children. Um. You know, that was a, you know, that was a, a game winner or a game breaker. Mm. And, you know, children, you know, you know, it's hard for us to trick children. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yes. you can kind of act like you like my children, but R- my children will be like, ah, oh, you don't really <laughs> like me. But my children took to her, you know, instantly. Yeah. You know, so that was great to see. And she loves this business. Yeah. She loves helping people. Definitely. She loves seeing people get to the next level. You know, and that's what I'm about. Yeah. Seeing people get to the next level. So that, you know, that's a, that was just a, a win-win combination for me.
1: So the last two years have been just incredible for I you. I mean,
0: you know, you know, when Jim Rohn says your life can change drastically over a two-year period of time. Yeah. He was telling the truth.
1: Yeah. Man.
0: He was telling the truth. My life has changed tremendously for the better. And, man, I owe it all. To final expense, yeah, you know, sticking and staying, mm-hmm. and I got to give you know Dr. Lewis man a lot of credit, absolutely. Because if I wasn't in this business, I definitely wouldn't be having this kind of success, right? Wouldn't be earning you know the kind of income I'm earning, yeah, and I wouldn't have met my wife, right? You know, so you know. Hats off to you, Doc. <laughs> oh, you some lunch, <laughs> right? Absolutely.
1: Uh, you know what? This, this conversation has been absolutely amazing. Before we we ever finish a podcast, I always try to give the guest an opportunity. If there's something we missed, something you want to say, anything you want to add before we get out of here today,
0: man. I mean, we covered so much, Tom. And yeah, we did. <laughs> you know, I mean, this has been great. Yeah. You know, uh, just an opportunity to you know be in this business. Yeah, it's such life. It's such a life changing career opportunity, you know, anyone in the listening audience, you know, that's watching or viewing this podcast, man, I encourage you to take a serious look at final expense and what we're doing here. You know, it can change your life financially for the better. You know, you're going to be able to be in a system that's going to support you, you know, that's going to help mentor, going to help train you, going to help build you to be a great final expense agent. So if that's what you're looking for, Mm. you know, you can achieve that here. You know, what we're doing here, I mean, we're just getting started. Yes. We're just, you know, scratching, you know, the scratch of the scratch, you know. <laughs> right. You know, that's the inside joke. Right. right. <laughs> but guys, get excited. You know, Thomas, you know, Senior Life, thank you for the opportunity of having me on here. Oh, definitely. Um, you know, looking forward to being able to do this again in the future. Yes. When we hit some more great numbers. Yes. Love to come back and, you know, talk again with you. Definitely.
1: I appreciate you, Roderick. I know, uh. You know you and i have talked plenty of times in the past but i will say that like in the last two years like talking to you has been different the way you talk the way i don't know it just seems i don't know if your head's higher or what it is but it's just very inspiring to watch and i'm very happy that you stuck with it and i'm really just super excited to see what the future holds for you because i feel like this is nowhere near the success that you're going to be and i just think you know uh just as a person as an agent uh, and just the time I've known you, you are somebody special and you're going to make a huge impact on a lot of people. And I'm very fortunate uh, to be in the audience for that. So I'm very excited to watch that as it continues.
0: Thank you, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. Definitely. Thank you. So, From the heart. Thank you. Absolutely.
1: So, ladies and gentlemen, my friend Roderick. And uh, like we finish every single podcast, it's senior life all your life.